Welcome to Wood Talk for woodworkers by woodworkers. Now here are three guys who are actually under the illusion that woodworking is cool. Mark, Matt, and Shannon. All right, welcome to Wood Talk number 223 for February 27th, 2015. It's a weekend edition of Wood Talk. And on today's show, we're talking about tools or a wood class, which comes first. And I imagine this is a question that lots of people have to ask themselves when you have a precious few dollars to spend on woodworking stuff. So do you buy tools or do you get into a woodworking class? And this comes specifically from an email from Joe. And I'll read it to you here. He says, I have a pretty decent wood shop set up in my garage. I have to go to a local studio to use their jointer and planer, though. I'm going to be getting my PhD this spring. And as a present to my uh, as a present, my wife said I can spend about a thousand dollars. So here's my question. Got an eight inch jointer or I'm sorry, get an eight inch jointer, get a spiral head lunchbox planer or take a week long class at the Connecticut Valley School of Woodworking with, uh, I guess it's a Fundamentals of Furniture Making with Bob Van Dyke and Steve Kane. I'm a self-taught woodworker, and I'm wondering if the improvement in techniques from a class uh, like this will be worth putting off getting the tools for another year or two. So, the thing is, I think the choice of tools that we're talking about here may change my answer in particular. Uh, If we were talking about I don't know, something specifically to joinery, maybe a table saw, a bandsaw, uh, even thinking on the hand tool side of things, specific joinery planes. Um, that may change my answer because you you can seemingly do a lot more with those. When he's talking about the jointer and planer, for the most part, if is it safe to say that if you just buy pre-milled stock, he can use, you know, he could still get the same amount of stuff accomplished in his shop. You know what I mean? So he's right. the only thing he's missing is he's not able to mill his own material. So just gut feeling on something like this. Uh, let's go with uh, Shannon first. Uh, what do you think? Or if you were in his shoes, how would you handle this? Uh, see, I don't agree with the tools either. Not not because it's power tools or whatever. I I would still. That's funny though because I would still go with tools. Over class, yeah. um, I've participated in a few of these kind of fundamental type classes, and you know, you go to a school and you learn some of these fundamentals, and you work on a lot of these, um, a lot of these machines. And then, if you don't have them when you go back to your own shop, it's kind of like, well, now what do I do? Yeah, you know, I've got the knowledge, but not the ability to do anything. And you know, obviously, I'm <clears throat> only slightly biased here, but there's a lot of education online um, that is a heck of a lot cheaper. So, you know, I'm all about supporting brick and mortar schools, but I think that for me going to a a physical school, it needs to be something very specific, like a specific project that I'm going to build or, you know, pretty much only a specific project, even really, really specific skills, you know, then it's maybe a two day class or whatever. Fundamentals, kind of broad scope type classes, it seems to me you just end up coming away with more things that I need to buy. Um, (laughs) And then you're frustrated because you just spent your, your allowance, if you will. And now you've got this to-do list. Now, maybe you're better informed on what you actually need to buy, but um, I don't know. I just feel like you got to have some of the tools. See, now I'm, I'm disagreeing with myself, right? As I say that, because it's like, if you don't know, if you truly don't know what to get, well, then and maybe it, a he, class would help, but he already says he's got a decent wood he, shop. Well, he seems to know what to get. He he says right. he's a self-taught woodworker. I get the feeling like this. the answer would change if we were talking about different tools or a different class. In this case, I, I, I tend to think, 
oh, shoot, I keep flip-flopping in my mind exactly. on this one. Well, well I think the one, one thing we're kind of glossing over here is that he actually does have access to the joiner and planer. So it sounds like he has some skills with it. It's yeah. just it's just inconvenient. Know, right. It's outside of his shop. So it's not that he doesn't have access to it or anything. So the, the way I look at it, nobody's asked me yet. So I'm going to go ahead and Go ahead, Matt. There. How about you oh. do it now? Oh, it's my turn. Okay. So, uh, I probably... I'd go with the tools, but <laughs> but given the fact that he he has access to the jointer and planer, uh, I I think in my mind, while it's inconvenient to have to carry my stock back and forth from the studio to my shop, I, I almost wonder, as a self-taught woodworker, uh, that I probably would get more from the from the class. So I probably would opt to go with with the class. I mean, it's a week long class, so that's a real deep, you know, dive into getting information from it. Um, and he still is. I mean, he still has access to the joiner and the planer. So maybe he'll learn some techniques during the the class itself. It's not like it's going to make it much better for dragging the wood back and forth. But I I personally feel like. Given the fact that I have taken just some weekend long classes and everything else, I've pulled so much out of them that there's times that I've almost thought about selling tools so that I'd have the money to go take yet again another class. <laughs> See, but the thing I'm concerned about is you're talking a fundamentals course. And while right. in one breath you might say a fundamentals course that's a week long, wow, that's going to get intense, it's one week. It yeah, actually can seriously. only get so intense if you're going to cover all of the fundamentals. So if he is a self-taught woodworker, he's delved into this stuff. He's probably made a few projects here and there. He already has the basics. Now, whether they are refined basics or, you know, classically trained sort of uh, type of basics is, is a, you know, t- that's definitely something to think about. But I don't think he's going to be satisfied. I think there's going to be a lot of redundancy and things right. he already knows being covered. He'll probably be surprised at how much he already knows, although now he's hearing it from a more trusted authority in person and and maybe his technique can be critiqued, kind of like, you know, trying to work on a golf swing or something and having someone there to analyze your swing for you. Same thing in the shop, and that's good. But I I'm looking at this as a refinement opportunity for him when right now if he had the tools in his shop, he could build more projects and just get more experience under his belt. Um, and maybe someday down the line, really refine some of those techniques. But man, I, I think ultimately I'm coming down on the side of the tools on this one. You know, I, that's I, the exact experience that I've had when you talk about the redundancy, yeah. you know, and you're, you get to day three and you're like, oh, okay, when are we going to get the stuff I don't know yet? And, you know, it's immediate buyer's remorse. Now, a lot of this depends upon the teacher. A good teacher, I think, can do it. In my experience, uh, they just, they, they haven't been... <laughs> that good and you walk away from it going you know i knew all that already and maybe you feel a little bit better because it was someone else who kind of backed you up right but you know in my experience i think i was talking about like a 250 dollars class if i just spent a thousand dollars on that i would be a little upset you know but at the same time i think there there really is something about even if it's if it's a redundant topic or something that you know, you you have just a, some experience with. There are oftentimes little golden nuggets that you don't even think about, and having that person just help you kind of tweak it a little bit, or or even help you gain the confidence so that when you go to do these things, I mean that that alone is well worth the money. Um, I'm really kind of curious to know exactly what's being covered in this class because that would help. yeah. 
Yeah, so that's uh, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna look to see if I can Do find it. this. Well, let's look it up. Look it up. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. And, well, and I think if it were like I'm at the point now where if let's say I needed a particular tool, I'm pretty satisfied with what I have at this point. But let's say I did have to make that choice. I would choose the class because I have enough tools that I feel comfortable with it. And I'm at a point where the skills I need to learn, they wouldn't be a fundamentals type class. I would want to go get a very specific lesson on a very specific skill that I find to be difficult to self teach. Uh, Let's say you wanted to get deep into marquetry or, you know, bent lamination, or you want to take a chair building class from Jeff Miller. Um, Those types of classes where you really want to get into somebody's head. That is what I'm willing to drop a thousand dollars on. But the fundamental stuff there, there is granted. Yes, there's bad information out there too, but there's lots of great information and good trusted resources from uh, not just individuals, but also companies. There's great, uh, you know, pop woodworking and fine woodworking have great information for beginners out there. And just look on YouTube. There's just a ton of other beginners sharing their experiences and information. I feel like we're in the best time ever for being able to cover that ground on your own in the most inexpensive way possible. Um, right. That just doesn't well, seem like a great way when, to when use the money. When you talk about, um, in your example, Mark, a, a really, really specific technique or project or something that you really want that outside influence, yeah. I think that also tends to be in a, in a very niche area. So to use your example, marquetry, there's a lot of tooling and a lot of techniques and things just to deal with the veneer, to cut the veneer. There's little tools. I'm thinking about um, Paul Church. And he's got a uh, like an introductory veneering kit that you can buy from him. Mm-hmm. And there's the chisel, there's tweezers, there's all this conditioner, there's different types of glue, there's different types of tape. There's all this extra stuff that comes with it that could be very, very confusing unless you had somebody who's done thousands of hours of marketer to say you should buy these tools. So it goes back to my original point that you'll take the class and then you'll walk away with more things you need to spend money on. But you know, if it's a really specific niche skill, you couldn't even imagine what tools you're going to need until you've had someone tell you. So that's a great example of what I want to spend money on a and, class. And even then, though, Shannon, you could buy Paul's DVDs. Right. That's true. <laughs> you know I what was, I mean? It's, right. and, and no, like that, I did, in other words. Yeah, and it's not as good as the in-person stuff. But darn it, when you're looking at the grand scheme of things, it's you're getting a lot of information and what you're paying 50 bucks for. for I don't remember what his cost um, but you can learn a lot that way, if, if especially if he's gotten as far as he has putting together a basic shop and he just doesn't have two of the biggest milling tools that you need. It sounds like he he's he's a self-starter, and that's what this type of thing, you know, self-learning requires. Well, and when you take a class, you're you're learning. You're not necessarily you're learning how the instructor does things. Um, you know, even if the instructor knows that there's three different ways to do it, let's be real. There's no time to talk about seven different ways to cut a tenon. Yeah. Um, they're going to show you their preferred method. So what you're learning is not necessarily, I don't want to say it's not the best method, but it's just the best method it's, that this particular woodworker uses. Yeah. And if we are talking about a machine based fundamentals furniture making course, and this is my prejudice coming out. The I, I agree with Matt that having someone looking over your shoulder and helping is a good idea. I feel like that applies a lot more with hand tools. 
than it does oh. with power tools. Uh, okay. I would agree. Well, yeah. well here we go. I found, I found the class. So here we the fundamentals of furniture making. Uh, let's see here. Uh, subjects covered include basic shop, shop safety, machine use, particular emphasis, table saw, joiner, planer, using hand planes, card scrapers, chisels effectively. Uh, let's see. Uh, goes into hand fit the mortise and tenon joints, hand tool sharpening, making tapered legs, grain matching, and glue up of the top. During the five-day intensive class, they're making a what is it? A uh, shaker style uh, shaker table. side table. Yes. Uh, well, it, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, cherry hall table. That's it. Shaker style. I was going to say, this sounds table. a lot like a guild project. <laughs> so, in other words, a <laughs> long shaker side it. table. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but it's Maybe incorpor- it has two drawers. But it's incorporating both machine and hand tool. That's good. Which, to right. me, is like a, that's a twofer in there. And again, the way I look at it, I know in my mind that I probably, at the last second, would be like, I'm placing my order for the jointer and uh, thickness planer. But I keep telling myself, if I have access to it, you know, I probably would be so much further ahead in what I feel like I need to learn if I took the class. Well, there's another element to this. The the camaraderie of building something in a class with a bunch of yes. other guys can get you kind of off the couch, literally or metaphorically speaking. Unless they're annoying. Just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you know, we, we because we have so much information at our fingertips, we see all these projects and we build these Pinterest boards of things that we want to build and we just don't get to it. You know, whether it's scared to get started, don't have the time to get started. When you pay money for five days of nine to five woodworking, first of all, you're exhausted by the end of the week. Second of all, it when else do you have, most of us anyway, do you have that much time to get it, dedicate to a single project and you've got a taskmaster, both in the instructor and your your fellow students kind of pushing you along? Because each one of these classes has, okay, this is what we're going to do today and you kind of need to get that done so we can move on to this task by the beginning of tomorrow or whatever. So it really drives you through. And if you are a beginner and maybe you've built one or two projects, maybe you've not built the project, that that kind of directed approach can be very useful. So does your answer change at all if it is, let's say, a more advanced class and, I don't know, just thinking from personal experience, a green and green project where this person is really interested in green and green and has never even, like, cracked that open, doesn't know where to begin and wants to build a, let's say, a Daryl Peart side table, you know, green and green style side table. Uh, And, you know, we're talking about the same scenario. So by a jointer and planer or get this very specific knowledge set coming from what it takes to build a green and green project. In that case for myself, that that's a, that's a no brainer. That's, that's take the class because if, yeah, that, that there might, there might be opportunities later in the future to take it, but it's just one of those things that if that is, if that gets thrown in my, in my lap, basically like you, you can do this now because you've got the money for it. And just like we have right here with, with the, uh, uh, with the question, he already has access to those other tools. It, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, going for the class. Well, and here, here's the other thing. You you touched on this before, uh, Shannon, and and uh, you know this. I don't want this to sound like self-promotion, but just do the math. For a thousand dollars, look at some of the some of the popular or there's not well popular. There's not that many um, online subscription-based woodworking programs. For a thousand dollars, you can probably sign up for all of them. Yeah, just you about. You could buy my entire catalog and have enough left over to buy that benchtop planer. 
Right. And if you want, you know, a little Hantle focus, you, you can do a Hantle school membership. You want a little bit more power tool slash hybrid focus guild membership. Uh, and if Rob, you want a whole bunch of T-shirts, you can just get those from Matt's Basement Workshop. Become a patron of uh, Matt's Basement Workshop. Uh, but there's, you know, Paul Sellers, Rob Kosman, uh, Unplugged. Mary May. Mary May, Unplugged Workshop guy. Add all those together for a thousand bucks. Yeah, of course. That's only because <laughs> I noticed that the next class, the next week long class was the joy of wood carving. Spend a week with Mary May. Oh, there you go. All Matt's all was spend a week with Mary May. Yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, we're going to be woodworking. Thousand dollars? Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think if you if you do the math on that, we're talking now a year's worth of content, instruction, email access, all the things that come with with those programs. So it's getting harder and harder <laughs> to to justify those in person classes. So that for me personally, it comes down to getting something that I cannot get in a digital self-taught sort of format. And that's usually a person, a particular person who I want to learn from or a particular project that covers details and things that I just feel like I need that in-person help with. Now, if you take a really, really specific course and I'll use your experience with the Blacker House chair, okay. I know there was a lot of very specific jigs that yep. uh, William had employed there to build that. Did you walk away from that class with a feeling that I could reproduce this in my shop later? Like mm. I know what I need to do to build those jigs or I could find a workaround without those jigs? No, that is such a complex chair. And so much of it is pre the work that's done to design those things. The time that William invested to actually create the jigs that make that project happen. You just wouldn't be able to do that in a 10 day course. It's, it's too complex. There's too much to it. So if I photographed every last detail of each one of the jigs, took measurements, wrote things down, yeah, I might be able to do it, but I, I didn't do any of that, didn't really care to. Uh, if I were to build it, it would be quite a, a task to do that. And uh, I've seen other people, there's a couple of uh, guild members who've shared their Blacker House chairs and, and they didn't take a course. They just kind of like looked at pictures and did what they could. And I'm like, man, that's, I got a lot of respect for that because <laughs> I right. look at that after taking the class and I'm, you know, maybe that tainted my view of it. Cause there's probably other ways that don't involve all that, you know, jiggery and things that, that we used in the class. So I'm thinking, Oh, I've got to make all these things. And they're just thinking, no, I just got to accomplish the goal. Let me figure out how to make this thing happen. So these two pieces go together. Right. So well, let's be honest. It's not like you have seven of those Blacker House chairs they're a little, they're kind of, it's kind of a one-off it, piece. It is a one-off piece. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> two, but most likely just one. Uh, right. So yeah, no, I, that is something where I walked away with a lot of insights into how that chair was constructed and the joinery used to do it. Now the actual execution of it becomes a whole nother problem solving adventure that I don't feel like a 10 day class gave me everything I needed to do it again. But, but it was totally worth it for the insight into the design of the chair. Uh, which is what I was really after for that. So yeah, it, it, it depends on the project and you'd be surprised. The real in-depth stuff, you need a lot of time to get into it. To, for me to walk away from any class that's 10 days long and say, oh, I didn't really get enough. Sounds crazy. But think about it. It's only 10 days to build a masterfully designed chair. That's like mm. at, the, at the top, in my opinion, one of the most complex chairs out there. 10 days is not that long. All right, which goes back to my point. If I tried to do it on my own, it would be like, well, maybe not 10 years. Well, yeah, maybe. Uh, if you worked on <laughs> you know? it exclusively, I mean, you're looking at at least a summer, you know, right. to get something right. like that done. So again, having that guy saying, okay, now we got to be here by the end of the day. Yeah. And here is your eight hours of dedicated time to work on it. Yep. 
for sure. All right, well, we'd uh, like to hear what you guys have to say about this. Have you made this decision to take classes before tools or vice versa? We want to hear about it. Send us some kickback. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can do that as well. We've got recurring donations that you could uh, sign up for at woodtalkshow.com and at left-hand column. Just look for those links. And also, you could pick up a Wood Talk t-shirt at twwstore.com. And while you're out there, go to the giveaway page on the Wood Talk Show website. That's at woodtalkshow.com slash giveaway and sign up and you might be able to win yourself a t-shirt or a guild project. And Matt, right. if, it, if you're Canadian, make sure you brush off those math skills. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Well, we know how important that is from our last show. That's right. As, <laughs> as we go along, we're going to be ratcheting up those problems. So get out those calculus books. <laughs> there you go. All right, Matt, how about you give them the contact info and we'll get out of here. All right. Hey, folks, do you have a comment, a question, or a topic suggestion? Of course, there are several different ways to contact us. Leave us a voicemail on Skype. Our username is Online. Call our voicemail line at 623-242-5180. And, of course, you can email us at kickback at woodtalkshow.com or leave us a comment on our Woodtalk Facebook page. And for sure, let us know which one would you go for, the tools or the class. I have a feeling right now with no problem whatsoever about these th- this idea, this this guess, you guys are mostly going to say the tools. You think, you know, maybe yeah. we should do a poll or something like that. Very mm. generic poll on a website. Yeah, Everybody loves tools. Everyone yeah. loves yeah. polls. Everybody, yeah. There you go. But tools and polls. <laughs> because sometimes you can make polls from tools. That's true. Just ask Shannon. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that's it, right? Have a great woodworking weekend, and we'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.